0: Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm Kelly. I'm Carrie. And, and we're we are identical, identical twins. twins. And we are back. Happy we are New back. Year. Happy New Year. I mean, it's 2022, Kel. Ew. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why? Do have you say you that? <laughs> well, have you seen it too, when you realize that 2022 is just 2022? 2022. <laughs> like, also. <laughs> <laughs> 2022. Yes. No, I mean, it's so good to be back recording. We took a little mm-hmm. bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Um, not, mm-hmm. long, not, not long. Not long. And we were busy in that break. Right. I mean, first of all, the Christmas season is super busy. Right. Especially if you're working in a church. You know, there's oh, extra services, right. of course. Um, but we actually did our episode on I, I heard, heard the, the bells, bells on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Let's see if we can hear some bells. <laughs> there they are. And for the first time, Mm -hmm. we gave the message at our church. All about I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. And it was fun. It was fun. It was a hymn talk, twin talk first. (laughs) (laughs) But it was a lot of work. I know. And it's just good to be back doing a regular podcast. A regular episode. We have a hymn. We have an interview. Yes. We have an awesome performance to share. Yes. And we have so many good Facts to share about this song. Yeah, we did. We learned a lot. I mean, this there's so much to this. And this is another Hymn Talk, Twin Talk first. But we have so many people that contributed to it. Yes. It's not just like one guy or right. two people. And it spans centuries. centuries. And that doesn't always happen. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, for New Year's, we thought we might share a little Irish toast or a little Irish blessing to our <laughs> listeners. What do you think, Cal? Well, our hymn is from ireland mm-hmm. big hint there yes so here's a little um <laughs> irish toast mm-hmm. to all the days here and after may they be filled with fond memories happiness and laughter oh great <laughs> i mean the most well-known one i think is may the road rise to meet you that's the most famous one I love that so one. it was fun kind of googling ones that maybe weren't so well known right and some that are meant to be a little bit funnier yeah yeah may your heart be light and happy may your smile be big and wide may your pockets always have a coin or two inside (laughs) 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 all right and so maybe one that's not so funny that is just really sweet I love the sentiment behind this okay may God give you for every storm a rainbow Mm. for every tear a smile for every care a promise and a blessing in each trial For every problem life sends, a faithful friend to share. For every sigh, a sweet song, and an answer for each prayer. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. And I like that it ends on a prayer. Right. Because our hymn is basically a prayer. I know. I love when they do that. When it was first published, Cal, in 1913 as a poem in English, it was actually titled a prayer. That's it. Mm. Yeah. So let's tell everybody what it is. Are you ready? It is Be, Be Thou My Vision. <laughs> we, we hope you're clapping. Uh-huh. I mean as soon as I say the words Be Thou My Vision yeah. that tune is in my head. I wonder oh. if our listeners are doing that too. I know. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Be Thou My Vision. So this came Kelly in as a request yes. from one of our most loyal listeners. Yes, a, a listener who loves Him Talk Twin Talk. That's right. So Emily, this is for our friend Emily. Mm-hmm. She participated in the trivia contest. Yes. And every time we have a trivia contest, we give you an opportunity to put in a request. Yes. I actually think it's really good to start the new year with this. Mm, I mean, yes. I think it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, Emily, of course, requested it back in September. Right. And of, you know, it takes us a while to get to all the requests. But I think starting 2022 mm-hmm. with this prayer... Be- be Thou My, my vision. vision, I think is so good. Yeah. Isn't that what we want for 2022? Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. so let's just listen to it. So, Kel, why don't you read the words to the verses, mm-hmm. and I'll play it on piano. Okay. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Be thou my best thought in the day and the night, both waking and sleeping, thy presence my light be thou my wisdom and thou my true word be thou ever with me and I with thee Lord be thou my great father and I thy true son be thou in me dwelling and I with thee one riches I heed not nor man's empty praise be thou mine inheritance now and always be thou and Thou only, first in my heart. O High King of Heaven, my treasure Thou art. High King of Heaven, my victory won. May I reach Heaven's joys, O bright Heaven's sun. Heart of my own heart, whatever befall, still be my vision, O Ruler of all. That's a heavy-duty prayer, Carrie. Really, and you know, I'm listening to the words. I mean, it it does sound very old-fashioned I and know. archaic. I could really see why someone today would not be interested in it. I know. What makes this hymn stand the test of time? The words are h- hard to even understand. I had to like reread that that right. the second line of the first verse, "Not be all else to me save that thou art." Right. What does that mean, Gary? I mean, no kid is going to want want to sing that. And if they sing it, they're not going to understand it. It's tricky. What does it mean? Tell us. I mean, I feel like that's just not I, Lord, but you. Right. Not I, Lord, but thee. But not... Well, first of all, it's not K-N-O-T. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not, not. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. That phrase is, is, is hard. So it's nothing. Nothing but thee, Lord. Yeah. I mean, I think what we're going to find when we go through this episode, Cal, is that this hymn was lost. These mm-hmm. words were lost, and mm-hmm. then God brought them back to life, you right, know? Right, There's a message in here that people need to hear, and that's what God has done with this hymn. He mm-hmm. has not allowed it to just disappear forever. Right, right. And so many people love it. Right. So it's an old Irish poem. right. It was originally in Gaelic, which I could never ever read it. <laughs> so I did have someone help me pronounce the title. Okay. So the Irish hymn title was called Bitusa Mashola. Bitusa Mashula. And the man who said who translated it, he said it literally means Be Thou My Eyes.
1: Oh. Yeah. Wow. So
0: be Bitusa So this is in Gaelic. Mm-hmm. And it dates back. In the 700s. Yes, absolutely. In the 8th century, there was this unknown Irish poet, and he wrote this prayer.
1: Be to okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> In Gaelic. I feel like if we have any listeners who actually are fluent in Gaelic, they are not happy right now. I don't know. I think the guy that I talked to, Ian Stewart, yeah. he, would, he would approve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are beautiful words just to say in Gaelic. Yes. Try it again, Kelly. Be sa mishula. But they're beautiful in English. Now, we know this, this idea, be thou my vision, right. comes from the Bible. What right. What
1: does the Bible <laughs> say?
0: So this is Jeremiah 9, 23 to 24. And... It has a pattern of words that the, the him uses. Thus says the Lord, let not a wise man boast of his wisdom and let not the mighty man boast of his might. Let not a rich man boast of his riches, but let him who boasts, boasts of this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who exercises loving kindness, justice and righteousness on earth. For I delight in these things, declares the Lord. Right. So those are just like the verses. We, yes. we just read them, really. Right. Be thou my vision, yep. be thou my wisdom. Yep. Riches I heed not. Right. Um, so it's not a coincidence that these words are found in the scripture mm-hmm. and in the hymn. The Absolutely. poet was communicating the truth in scripture that our wisdom comes from the Lord, our strength comes mm-hmm. from the Lord, mm-hmm. and our treasure is in the Lord. Uh, Kelly, that's the inspiration.
1: <laughs> I guess so. I mean,
0: we can't know for sure, because it's an unknown poet. The really cool thing is that the Apostle Paul sort of alludes to this Jeremiah passage yeah. in 1 Corinthians 1. Okay. So you're hearing it in both places. Right. Old Testament, centuries later, New Testament, mm-hmm. centuries later, the Gaelic poet. Yes. So listen to what Paul writes. This is 1 Corinthians 1, 26. What does the Bible <laughs> say? It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God that is our righteousness holiness and redemption therefore as it is written let the one who boasts boast in the Lord so we know that this was a Gaelic poem probably inspired by the Jeremiah and Corinthians passage. How did it become the hymn that we know today? It's a crazy journey, you guys. It really is. So we believe it was written sometime in the 700s. Mm. And then, like, over a thousand years later, this Mary Elizabeth Byrne translated the ancient Irish poem into English. I mean, why did she even find it like right. why did she pick it right I just feel like the Holy Spirit has been driving this poem right to bring it to new listeners you know throughout all these over and over Thru- and over again right, throughout history so Mary Elizabeth Byrne you want to learn a little bit yes. about her <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Byrne was born on July 2nd, 1880, in Dublin, Ireland. So mm-hmm. she's definitely Irish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the name Mary Elizabeth sounds Irish too, doesn't it? <laughs> she is an Irish linguist, author, and journalist. Um, she did so many things, like in terms of writing. I mean, she actually contributed to the dictionary of the Irish language. She's one <laughs> of the contributors. Wow. Now, as a child, she went to the Dominican convent which was the school in Dublin, and it's still there today, Kelly. And I just loved, when I looked them up online, I loved their mission. So we actually have an exact quote right from their website. Do you want to hear it? Yes.
1: Mm, Attention,
0: please. It says, Our mission as Dominican women is to study, share, proclaim, and witness to the liberating word of God in order that right relationships be restored between God and God. People and the earth, where these are broken due to lack of knowledge and distortion of the truth. Wow. That's a pretty specific mission. I know, but it's so good. Don't we talk about the mm-hmm. distortion of the truth we all do. the time? We do. And we admit that we're broken and yeah. we need repair. Yeah. So this is where she went to the school. Um, she ended up at the Royal Irish Academy and the Royal University of Ireland. And it's because of her that we have this translation. Now, when you look at her translation, which I feel like we should share this online. Yes, absolutely. It is a literal translation. It is not a poem. It doesn't rhyme. It doesn't have rhythm or meter. Um, I mean, just for the sake of time, I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but maybe I'll just read the first verse. Yeah, yeah. So this is how she translated this ancient, unknown poem. Mm -hmm. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart, None other is aught but the king of the seven heavens. Be thou my meditation by day and night. May it be thou that I behold ever in my sleep. So you could definitely read this poem and be inspired by it and feel like it's beautiful, but you're not going to sing it. So this is where we get our second woman. Now she is the one who works on the hymn to make it the way we know it. So the second woman is named Eleanor Hull. So she takes the translated poem That Mary Elizabeth Byrne did in 1905, and she, it actually versifies it. What's that?
1: What's that? (laughs) Calla, she's a versifier.
0: What's that? Versified. (laughs) Yeah, she, I mean, I've never heard this word before. I mean, it kind of sounds made up. Versified. So she's the one who takes the poem that has been translated by Mary Elizabeth Byrne, and she edits it so that it rhymes, so that it has meter. She organizes it. I mean, she's the one who makes it like a singable poem. Right. And let's hear about her. Eleanor Howe was born on January 15th, 1860 in Manchester, England. Kelly, January 15th. She literally has a birthday this week. Okay, quick. Our mathematician listeners, how old would Eleanor Howe be? She was born in 1860. 162. Yes. 162 years ago, she was born. And she, just this other really educated, learned, amazing woman. She was a writer, a journalist, and a scholar of Irish literature. Now, she was born in England. Right. But she moved to Dublin as a child, and she studied at the Alexandra College, which is a boarding school in Dublin. It's still there today. Wow. And it's a boarding school. So you could live there for five days a week if you live in Dublin. If your parent, if you can go mm. home on the weekends, but there's options to live seven days a week. Wow! And they have students that come from all over the world: Switzerland, Greece, Mexico, Nigeria, France, Russia. I mean, people are coming to this Alexandria College. Do you want to send your kids there, Cal? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> So she eventually moves back to London as an adult, she learns Gaelic, she studies Irish literature, and she begins this intense study of Irish literature. She was a founding member of the Irish text society. Yes. And she wrote many books. She's a published author. Right. So this is where we see Be Thou My Vision Mm -hmm. for the first time in her book in 1913. It's called The Poem Book of the Gale. And I actually was able to see it. Wow. I I was able to see an online version. I mean, Kelly, it's over 300 pages. There's so many poems that she translated. She translated them, but then she versified them. Right. Be Thou My Vision, she just versified. But other things she translated. Right. So she translated into English prose and verse. Right. So we have Eleanor Hall to thank for making it into something that we can sing. Mm-hmm. I just think it's amazing yeah. that we have these two women who worked. I mean, for all we know, they might have known each other. I, I have. They lived at the same time. There's no evidence to show that they did, but I mean, but they worked together separately. Right. But together to create something really beautiful that has stood the test of time. We love the path that it took from the 700s Mm till now. mm -hmm. And we found another woman living today who has the same kind of journey, taking things old and making them new. Right. You guys, we are so excited to share this interview with you. We sat down and talked to this amazing opera singer. (laughs) Yeah, She lives in Canada, and she has an illustrious career in opera. You're going to hear her talk about it. When COVID hit, it all kind of came crashing to a halt. And she... Created a CD, a recording of all hymns. And she does Be Thou My Vision, and <sighs> I, I love it. I can honestly say I've never heard it performed this way before. Right, right. So we want to share the interview with her, um, and then we'll be back to talk more about this amazing hymn. Right. All right, so here is Tanya, Tanya Evans Chanchuli. All right, so here we are with our friend, the opera singer from Canada. This is Tanya Chanchuli. <laughs> we all clapped for you we all are clapping hi tanya tanya we're so happy to have you here we're so happy that we get to share your rendition of be thou my vision with our listeners a canadian an opera singer a homeschooling mom we're so excited to have you on our podcast tell us a little bit about yourself
2: i'm so excited too and you guys are amazing i love everything you have going on i love it (laughs) Thank you. Um I yeah, I was originally trained as an opera singer. I went to university for for music and, and I specialized in, in voice and um took part in the opera program. And um I, you know, I, I wanted to pursue opera. I wanted to be on on international stages performing opera. Um, but I also wanted to get married and have children. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a mom. And so you know, I just kind of sat myself down and said, you can have both. Um, Maybe not to the extent that you kind of visualize originally, but I've just always sort of followed my heart of like, what is truly right for me and my path. I I pursued opera, I had my children, I took I, I obviously took a break from from singing. And then when I when I did start to get back to singing, I started feeling that I, you know, wanted to sort of bust out of the operatic sort of straitjacket. I also wanted to bring opera to a broader audience. And so I started singing other, other kinds of music and sort of fusing opera with other genres. And I got really great responses. I had people say, like, I wouldn't have given opera a chance if you hadn't had presented it in this way. And then I, I also have always loved performing as a sort of keynote performer at charities and fundraisers and galas and things that, that have a passion attached to them where they're trying to, to share a message. Mm. I've, I've always really been passionate about that sort of thing. So I would come with, you know, music that was both inspirational, but would also kind of showcase my talents as, mm. a, as an artist.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. I think it's, you know, what you said about fusing the genres. That's
2: kind of what we
0: want I, with the hymns. I you know. know, we want to bring hymns to a wider audience. Right. Someone yes. who might look at a hymn and say, that's old, it's, it's fuddy-duddy, it's archaic, I, never, I would never listen to that. We want them to see that it, it is something that still is relevant and meaningful today. And you're kind of doing the same thing with opera. Right. You're saying, look, you know, it doesn't have to be old-fashioned and, and yeah. archaic and hard to understand. We can show opera... You know, in a way that makes it accessible. Right. And fun. And entertaining. So I love that. I feel like we're doing the same kind of thing. Do you have like a favorite role that you've played? Uh, Yeah, I actually have questions. Like, what's your favorite role?
2: (laughs) What's your favorite opera? Right. A favorite operatic composer. And I
0: want to know what's her favorite language
2: Uh, to sing in. Oh, I mean, I love singing in Italian. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's because it's just such a romantic language and it's so passionate. And I just feel like I can... You know, infuse so much passion into that. I would say my favorite opera is by Puccini, and it's called Tosca. I named my dog Tosca. Oh, <laughs> oh that's awesome! So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much a cliche, but I love Tosca and the main aria from that piece, Visidarte. I've performed it with orchestra a few times, and it's, it's always like a kind of goosebump-inducing, yeah, piece. Oh, um, wow. Well, yeah. here's
0: here's a little fun fact yes. um my daughter is named aria
2: right oh that's amazing yeah
0: so her name is aria bell
2: and i love that
0: yeah and it's definitely for you know musical reasons but also you know because i'm italian too but yeah she's my little beautiful song there was no question my husband actually came up with the name and yeah i i there was no question i was like oh that's definitely going to be her yeah <laughs>
2: I love that. And I
0: think Aria would love Tosca. <laughs> uh, yeah, she, yes. loves definitely, definitely she loves dogs. She loves dogs. So we actually have your CD with all the hymns. It's called Hymns of the Heart. And we're going to give it away. Yes. We're going to give it away to one of our loyal <laughs> listeners. Right. So if you are listening and follow us on social media, mm-hmm. we, we're going to share it all about how to win this CD. We're so happy we get to send it out to you. All sorts of hymns. And of course the hymn for today is Be, Be thou, thou My, my Vision. vision. So, Tanya, can you talk to us a little bit about the hymns from the album and why you chose Be Thou
2: My Vision? So, when I started recording this album, it was, um, we were basically like in lockdown in Toronto. And so, you know, there was no live performing happening at all. Like, my calendar just got wiped out, like many artists did. And so I was speaking to my producer and I said, you know, I've I've had it on my heart that I want to do an album of hymns for the longest time. And I just felt that this album was meant to mm. to be recorded at that time. And it, it gave me so much peace um, and sort of my rule around, like, how do I pick music for concerts or albums or how do I pick what I'm going to sing is you know, as soon as I start listening to it, what gives me those immediate goosebumps and makes my eyes well up with tears. I grew up singing a lot of hymns in church. My grandfather was a United Church minister. Hymns on Hymns of the Heart are hymns that I grew up singing that mean so much to me and my family. You know, sadly, some that I had to sing at at funerals of lost loved ones. And Be Thou My Vision wasn't actually one that I grew up singing but i was looking for another hymn to just round out the album and also like something else that just really moved me i remembered that one and and just started singing it at home before i went back into the studio one day and um, i just immediately like just you know had all the feels
0: We're talking a lot about Be Thou My Vision. It is surprisingly a favorite of a lot of people. A lot of people talk about it. There is something about this hymn that obviously resonated with you and resonated with lots of other people. Is there a lyric or something in it that you just love that just like speaks to you more?
2: Yeah, well, I think just even the opening phrase, Be Thou My Vision, Mm -hmm. O Lord of My Heart. You know, and I am so big on looking for heart rocks and heart shapes everywhere oh, I go okay. as like a sort of confirmation to me that God, yes, thank you, I'm on the right path. And like don't forget, I'm still here. It's like it just that whole that phrase in the beginning was like the, the click for me. I'm like, yeah, okay, for yes. Sure.
0: Well it's funny because even when you said that, you know, you were always going to make the decision that was good for you and for your path. It's, it's different from everyone else's. Um, It really rung true with the line that is riches. I heed not nor man's empty praise, you know, you're not, and you're doing fundraisers and charities that you feel passionate about, not just, you know, any job that will give you a paycheck. Um, And I feel like uh, almost like how you're living your life is this hymn, And it was kind of, not knowing because it's not like you picked the hymn because it was your favorite you didn't grow up singing it it just kind of happened right and even that, Right. And even that in and of itself is just the sign that the Holy Spirit was guiding yes. you right. through this yeah, album. Absolutely. I mean, and I, of course, for someone who's going to get this album and of course they can purchase it through your website. We'll share all, in Amazon, we'll share all your information. But you have other amazing hymns. You have Amazing Grace yes. and It Is Well With My Soul and really one of my favorites is Nearer My God to Thee. Oh, good one. Oh, so man. good. But yeah. then you have an original hymn which I think yes. is amazing and I think it rings true for so many people there's not one person who it doesn't even matter if you're a singer right it, there's not one person who who wouldn't be touched by this it's called my voice belongs to him mm. can you
2: tell us a little bit about that so along the journey of writing a, a book I wrote a book on a, a Newfoundland a late Newfoundland opera singer from the 19th century called the heart's obsession okay an intimate biography of Georgina Sterling I I Became friends with this gentleman by the name of Von Harbin on Facebook. His great aunt was the best friend of this late opera singer, so there were all these crazy connections. Yeah. Yeah. So we became very close friends. He attended all of my concerts. He, you know, knew what I was all about. And and he writes poetry. And so one day he messaged me and he said, "I know how much you love singing hymns, and I know how much you love singing, standing and singing in church." And I wrote this hymn for you and I'm like are you flipping kidding me like I just stood there bawling it was like he just got right inside my head and my heart and knew so I I was literally brushing my teeth one morning the morning of one of the days I was going into the studio and this melody just sort of came to me and I spit my toothpaste out and I went Uh to my iPhone and I just started singing it into the phone And it was like divinely sent, you know, it was just like downloaded into my brain. There's the melody and I recorded it that day.
0: So many hymn writers. I mean, when we talked about Fanny Crosby and uh, so many say, I didn't write the hymn. I didn't write the hymn. God did. I was just the instrument. And right there, that's the perfect example. Like you didn't Uh, write it. Absolutely. Yeah.
2: And I will say like what you know along the way while i was recording these hymns i would send um you know like a rough copy to my mom and my grandparents and have them listen and you know a few times they were like you know tanya it's really beautiful but you're not really using your big full-on voice and i i say guys like i have stood and sung in church so many times and just sort of blast up to the rafters sort of thing But I said, like, with this, you know, instead of just like, look how loud and high I can sing, right? Right. right. So it was a really special project in that sense, too. It was sort of a healing for me as well, singing. I think
0: that's what makes it accessible, too, for someone who might feel Mm -hmm. like, oh, if I go to an opera, I'm going to be, you know, screamed at or yelled at. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. it's very sweet. Right, right. What you're doing in in your performance is worship, and it's sweet. I think it's just lovely, and I really feel like that fusion of genres, like you said at the beginning, People, yes. people are going to be drawn to it for that exact reason. And and that's what we want, too. I mean, that's the goal of right. this podcast, right. to draw people closer to God through hymns, through music, yes. um, deepen their relationship, and give them opportunities to worship in new ways. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. Still just feel like you're just following your path, mm-hmm. you know, with yeah. God as your lead. And it's like, you're living Be Thou My Vision. I love it. So you are in Canada, you live in Toronto, and you're homeschooling your children. Right. And so that's... That's that's a path that you've chosen for yourself. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I didn't
2: see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> my kids were very young. I think my son was in senior kindergarten and my daughter was in grade two. Mm-hmm. And they just, they came home one day and they're like, we want to be homeschooled. I was like, can I even do that? I don't know, guys. I'll look into it, but don't, you know, get your hopes up. <laughs> wow. So we just literally took it one year at a time I was like if this just stops working for us I'll put them back in school but it just allowed us to spend so much more quality time with the kids and travel and just teach them a lot of the values and morals that we have and and have them reading content that we approve of and that we find inspiring and hopeful and yeah so it was like seven and a half almost eight years we've been homeschooling the kids are starting school yeah that's yeah.
0: fantastic. Do they get along when you're homeschooling? Are they like together getting
2: along or you know, they've had to learn yeah. how to get along. I mean, they they certainly have their bickering, but they're also <laughs> like very close and and when it when it really counts, they're there for each other. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: We just are so grateful that you took time today
2: to talk to us yeah Uh, this has been so nice thank you so much thank you we love what you're you're doing doing is amazing oh and we love what you're doing so keep doing it thank (laughs) you
0: all right bye bye thanks girls was so great talking to her. You guys, we edited the interview down, of course, but we could have just talked to her forever. I know. She's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted I wanted to hear more about her opera career. I wanted to hear more about her homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to hear more about her recordings. Now, we have the recording right now that we, we, can, do. we can give to someone. It's called Hymns of the Heart. Remember, we did this yeah. for the note cards. Yeah. So we're going to do a giveaway. Just follow us on social media. We're just going to ask you to share it and repost it and comment and like, yeah. whatever. And then we will um, we'll be able to pick out a winner. We'll, we should go live again. Yeah, we'll go live. Yeah. Oh, that'll be so fun. It's a great CD. And you can, of course, find her music online, on YouTube and on mm-hmm. her website. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's nice to have that CD with her beautiful picture. Yeah, and she's passionate about opera. I mean, she's passionate right. about opera. And that might be something that you look at and go, you know, why would anyone be passionate about opera? But people look at us and go, why are you passionate about hymns? Right, of course. You know, hymns of all things. Right, Yeah. right. So it's just we have this passion for something that, you know, is kind of... Under the radar. And so we get to share it with people. And right. that's what she's doing. And I love that she says Italian's her favorite language to sing in. Because it's my favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her name sounds like some sort of ravioli. Can I have the chinchilli with the uh, alfredo sauce? It's not chinchilli, sauce? it's chanchuli. Chanchuli with the alfredo sauce. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if she's going to appreciate all that. But she's she's just fantastic. Yeah. All right. So, Kelly, we're talking about old things being made new. What's that verse in the Bible? 2 Corinthians 5.17. Right. That's the one I'm thinking of. Of course it is. <laughs> Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... The new creation has come, the old has gone, the Mm -hmm. new is here. I mean, how's that for a promise? A promise. And what about the promise in Revelation? This is Revelation 21. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. Mm -hmm. He who has seated on the throne said, I I am am making making everything everything new. And we see this so literally in this hymn. Right. It was an old poem that people forgot okay. about. Someone made it into an English poem. It was an old English poem that didn't rhyme. Mm-hmm. And someone made it into a, a, a song that would, you could sing. And it was an old, old tune, Kelly. Yes. So we, we haven't really talked about the tune. We talked about the words so much and the Bible, but this tune, mm-hmm. I mean, it is so pretty. And we believe the tune has probably been altered and changed over the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't really have uh, any information about it. It was an old, old, anonymous Irish tune. Now, they say that it was written by this unknown composer. Mm-hmm and he actually wrote it to celebrate St. Patrick. Right. Who of course also is really really old. <laughs> yes. Now, it's supposed to celebrate St. Patrick. The tune has the title Slane. Mm-hmm. S L A N E. Now, Slane is actually a place in Ireland, Slane Hill, when I talked to the Ian who helped me with the, with the pronunciation. Yes. He said he knew Slane. Okay. So Slane is this medieval melody, Cal. Now, it's in honor of St. Patrick. So, the story of St. Patrick, let me just tell you a little bit about St. Patrick. So, let's go back in time (laughs) to Easter in the year 433 in Ireland. Okay. I mean, this is a long time ago. I feel like we need an Irish flute playing in the background for this one. Yeah, like while I tell the story? Yes. Okay, all right. How about this? Okay. So, in the year 433, the king at the time in Ireland had prohibited anyone from lighting large flames during the observation of a Druid festival. Now, this is during the same time as Easter. It's like spring equinox. Mm -hmm. Now, the Druids worshipped these Celtic gods. Now, Patrick, of course, didn't want anything to do with this. So he actually went against the king's orders and he went up to Slain Hill, and lit this large flame. Now the pagan celebrations were happening on another hill called the Tara Hill and they could see Slain Hill. So Patrick lights this huge flame completely defying the king's orders. Now the king actually calls Patrick over so somehow they they, they get him, they bring him to the king and everybody thought that Patrick would be punished but actually the king was impressed by Patrick's inflammatory statement. (laughs) He basically stole the show with his fire. And of course, there's a lot to the story, some details, the legends. I mean, we're not really sure of every detail, but the king actually allowed all of his people to convert to Christianity because of this that happened that night. Now, on Slain Hill, now there's ruins of a castle, there's ruins of a, of a Christian abbey that was built there, and a local church holds an annual sem- ceremony on the hill with a small fire to commemorate the event. I say we go to Slane Hill. Uh, Slane Hill. <laughs> I say we go to Slane Hill. I mean, it's the center of religion and learning for many, many centuries wow. after the time of St. Patrick. Now, St. Patrick is famous for a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, and I've never even heard that story. Really? But I mean, there's this there's the snakes following him legend right. that I think most people know. Well, and did you know that he was kidnapped from his home in Scotland by pirates and brought to <laughs> Ireland at the, when he was just a child? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's how Arr. that's his that's his <laughs> origin story. I feel like we should do something with that. (laughs) I know. All right. Well, the thing is, is that I think what else is really famous about St. Patrick is the poem that he put on his breastplate when he went into battles. And there are Celtic monks that are living in Ireland now that memorize this prayer and say it every day. And we're not sure, you know, how true this is. This was so long ago. But this prayer has been attributed to St. Patrick, Christ beside me. Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ within me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me. Wow. And basically it's just saying everything needs to be about Christ in my life. And it reminds me of that second line. I know. But that's a little bit easier to understand (laughs) than that second line. But now I think this is so interesting that you say it's inscribed on his breastplate. Right. Because in the original Be Thou My Vision, Mm -hmm. there is a verse about the breastplate. Right. Now, We don't have that one in our hymnal, but some other people might. Um, Do you want to show it to them? Yes. So this is a verse that was in the original poem, but not in our hymnals. But I'm thinking people might have it. All right, so let's sing it, Kelly. This would have been Eleanor Howell's third verse, Be Thou My Breastplate. Be thou my breastplate, my sword for the fight. Be thou. Strong. Raise thou me heavenward. Great power of my power. I mean, there could be people who've never heard that verse before. I've never heard that verse. Before. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And it's so clearly talking about the armor of God. I know. Why mention- wouldn't we sing that? It mentions the whole thing. I know. We know that Paul compares our Christian armor to armor the Ephesians would have been familiar with. Right. That of the Romans. And the breastplate was a metal shield that strapped on and guarded the soldier's chest. Yeah. Where the heart is. So the the heart would obviously be a key target. So that breastplate is protecting the heart. The breastplate we are given to protect our heart is righteousness. And St. Patrick puts that poem on the breastplate Mm -hmm. over his heart. Right. And that should be on all of our breastplates. Yeah. To protect our heart. Right. And remember to put Christ first in all things. Mm -hmm. I mean, the last verse says, great heart of my own heart. I mean, we're talking about Jesus in our heart. Right. It's not just our heart. It's like our love for him, our commitment to him. Great heart of my own heart, Mm -hmm. whatever befall Still be thou my vision, O ruler of all. My It is always going to be our eyes on him. And I have to believe that Mary
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Eleanor mm-hmm. and Tanya mm-hmm. and us, we are these women who are living for Christ, putting Christ first in everything that we say and do. Because Eleanor and Mary were incredibly intelligent women. Mm-hmm. They did lots of different things. They chose to translate and work on a poem about putting Christ first. right? I mean, Mary Byrne was 25 years old when she discovered the the poem. By translating it, and then Eleanor Hull versified it, Mm -hmm. and then we have the tune that goes with it. I mean, the hymn really became famous overnight. It appeared in its first hymnal in 1919, and it's still being sung today. I mean, Kelly, what did you find out about in the year 2020, what did they do? Right, so in the year 2020, I love this. COVID just hits, we're all in lockdown, and everyone who's a singer and working in churches and ministries, everything was stopped. We right. all know. And Tonya even said it. She right. couldn't do anything right. during the pandemic. And so this was a collaborative effort between various Christian churches all around Ireland, and they put out one of those virtual choirs. Mm-hmm. And they called it An Irish Blessing. -hmm. And so I almost disregarded it because I was looking for information on Be Thou My Vision. But, Carrie, Mm -hmm. this. Irish blessing is Be Thou My Vision. Right. It is the hymn Be Thou My Vision. Congregations from all over the country of Ireland were edited together in one six-minute wow. video. I mean, we have to share this. It's yeah. on YouTube. It's amazing. The recordings include so many people. You have to listen to it. It's not just singers. It's also instrumentalists. You see some um, Irish instruments. One of the organizers was this McKinley, okay, Ordained McKinley, and he's from the Dublin-based Church of Ireland. This is what he said, this is a quote Care.
1: Ooh! Attention, please.
0: We've taken what is a prayer of protection, the very famous hymn, Be Thou My Vision, and we got 300 churches together, north, south, east, and west, representing every county on the island, and we have sung together, collectively, this ancient 1,000-year-old hymn and prayer of protection for Ireland at the time. That's amazing. They released the video, as a prayer for local and national frontline workers. Oh. And they were hoping that it would even raise money for some frontline charities. Wow. I can't wait to share that. Uh, it's a—it's actually amazing. Is it like what Tanya said, goosebumps? Definitely. And, and when you think that this was released in April of 2020, you know, by now we've seen lots of virtual choirs for sure. But this was like one of the first ones. Right. That's true, April. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have a lot to show you at on our social media throughout the week. We'll definitely show you that 300 Voice Choir and maybe even tag the churches in Ireland. There's the Church of Ireland, the St. John the Evangelist Parish in Belfast, and St. John's Parish Falls Road. I looked up these churches. They all are in existence still. Mm-hmm. They all are live streaming their worship uh, and I think that the fact that they all got together and did this song is so amazing. We hope you listen to it. We hope they get some likes. And um, and we'll definitely tag them in our social media. But now, we're going to listen to Tanya sing. Yes. Our person, we just interviewed her. And sh- she sings opera. And she b- brings a whole new twist to Be Thou My Vision. Yeah, I think you're going to really like it. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's Tanya Shanchuli singing... Be Thou my vision.
1: Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Not be all else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best. walking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Be thou my wisdom, and thou my truth. Oh <laughs> All
0: right, wasn't that beautiful? I mean, she actually inspires me to, like, work on my upper register. Yes. <laughs> we should be singing soprano more. We, whenever we're singing here, we're always singing low in our chest voices. I know. And I want to work on my vibrato. Maybe those will be my 2022 resolutions. <laughs> what a range, too, for her, yes. too. I mean, yes, mean She can sing it all. Yeah. All right, so, Kelly, we're pretty much done. Do you mm-hmm. want to just talk about our hymn take? Sure. So, Kelly, my hymn take, I, I, I mean, I just can't stop thinking about Patrick and that flame on mm-hmm. the hill, in, on Slain Hill. Right. I mean, that's what this melody comes from. I don't know. I just feel like I was drawn to this light. You know, we say in the hymn, Thou my best thought by day or by night, Waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Mm. You know, I mean, St. Patrick shined his light for Christ, you know, figuratively by his life as a missionary. Right, right. But but also, also literally. Literally. Because he lit that flame. And that's 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 the song that we want to sing. Mm-hmm. Jesus is our light. And right. then we can be the light. Right. And we are in the season mm-hmm. of Epiphany. Mm-hmm. Celebrating the light come down to earth. Right. I mean, St. Patrick shined his light for Christ. This hymn sings of the light of Christ. Tanya is a light for mm-hmm. Christ. Yeah. We hope that this podcast is a light for mm-hmm. Christ. I just loved it. All right, what's yours? <laughs> My hymn take is really... That this is a prayer. Maybe it's a prayer take. (laughs) Like, this is our prayer. We could pray this. Mm -hmm. We can pray this now. Eleanor and Mary prayed it in their time. Mm -hmm. St. Patrick prayed similar words. Mm -hmm. This is a prayer that should be on our mind and in our hearts constantly. There's so much to it. Be my vision. Be my wisdom. Be my light. Be my victory. He's the great father. We're the child. This is a prayer. And we should start our days with it. We should put it on our breastplate. It should be something that we say, and we're look because we're looking to God for guidance. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun with this hymn. You know, there was so much history. Thank you to Emily for bringing it to our attention. Yes. We knew we were fulfilling a request from a, a loyal listener, a so that friend. was good. Yeah. All right. Well, Happy New Year, everybody. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, mm-hmm. and we'll see you next time on Hymn Hym Talk, Talk, Twin, Twin Talk. Talk.
1: Bye. Bye-bye.